Hello, my name is Stephen Jackson, and you're listening to People's Depot's segment entitled, What is Happening to Our Currency and How Can We Protect Ourselves with Sound Money? This will be part one of this segment. This is being aired on the Streets Are Talking 24-Hour Podcast Network. So as we begin with the first part of this week's segment, we're going to discuss our currency and the condition that we find it in today. We're going to define sound money. We did talk about it last week, but we're going to define it again and how sound money can protect and help us grow our wealth and future. We're going to talk about online marketing, its benefits, and how we can use it to our advantage. We're going to talk about pyramid schemes. We're going to define what a pyramid scheme is and how we can identify a pyramid scheme. But before getting started, we're going to do, we're going to kind of review what we talked about in our last week's podcast. In that segment, we defined what money really is. We actually discussed what it is. We defined how the, or we, we talked about how the currency that we have today came into use. We also discussed the value of our existing currency today, how it affects our wealth and what we can do to protect and increase our wealth. And if you recall, as we define money, we actually read it from some definitions on the online dictionary. And I'll reread that again. Um, This is taken from Merriam Webster Dictionary. And it says money sometimes generally is something generally accepted as a medium of exchange, a measure of value or means of payment, such as officially coin or stamp metal currency. And then we also talked about a little bit of bartering, how the things that were bartered were viewed as money. So we talked a lot about money. We also talked about the currency that we have today, how it actually came into use. And we kind of went back in time, if you recall. And then we talked about Benjamin Franklin printing the first printed notes as they were. Um, Those bills are actually notes is what they're officially called. We also talked about, I believe it was 1792, where that currency of the $1 bill or the dollar bill was official and moving forward began the U.S. currency that we actually see today. It was probably no doubt a different look then. Of course, we know it looked differently then than it does today, but the use was still the same. And we talked about something else that was very significant. We talked about the span of currency and what has happened to it. If you recall, we stated that 1913, the Federal Reserve was created. And then we talked about the value of money from 1913 to 2013. And we talked about that it had lost 95 to 96% of its value. And so that is what is on the minds of people today. People that really understand that we are so close to having a currency that could collapse our concern. So they're looking for other options. And so we talked about sound money. And sound money being, was it just a sophisticated term for gold and silver? And see, people are looking for other options. If you understand, if you've been looking around the Internet, you've heard about cryptocurrency. You've heard about Bitcoin and how it's just skyrocketing. And it is. Um, That is a portfolio that some have actually or that is a item that some have actually put into their financial portfolio because of how it has increased. So. The reason for all these things happening is because of the fact that 
people understand that the United States currency has really lost so much in value. And I think I used an example of if you had bought a um, a trust fund, a million dollar trust fund back in 1913, that today it will be worth forty to fifty thousand dollars. That is a vast drop. Now, obviously, um, that's with you not taking the fund and putting it into other vehicles to maintain its value. Well, if you just had that actual fund, it would not be a million dollars today. And that helps us to see just how significant the idea or the notion that our currency has lost so much value is. And that is why it costs so much to buy things today. We talked about the average person was asked, and I think it was in 2017, that if they had a $400 expense that came up, they would either have to borrow money or they would have to get a loan, but they would not have the immediate funds to handle that expense. And so for some, that's quite common. People may not see a problem with that, but it gives a sense of insecurity when it comes to things that will happen in a person's life. I mean, things that may cause you to have to pay beyond what you would normally pay in a weekly time or a monthly time. Unforeseen occurrences. It, it could be an emergency or it can be just something that you want. Not having the money to do the simple things in life. I'm not talking about luxurious vacation, luxurious cars, luxurious homes. I'm talking about just modest homes, a modest car, or even if you take public transportation, the amount that you have to spend for that gets becomes a bit burdensome. And that is because of what has happened to our monies of today. So it has brought on a sense of insecurity People are concerned about how they're going to provide for their families. How are they going to feed their families? Can you imagine? And, and, and this is a reality for more people than you may realize. Opening your refrigerator door, if you have a refrigerator, and looking and see that there's no food to feed your family. And where are you going to get the needed funds to even buy today's meal? That happens in this very country that we live in. The land of plenty. That happens. Now, we're not going to talk about politicians. We're not going to talk about faults. That is not what this is about. This is about Meeting the needs of people. And that's what People's Depot is all about. So we're going to talk about solving that problem. Now, I talk with you also about a saying that people say that money is the root of evil. And I mentioned that saying because one, I wanted to help people to understand where it came from. And two, <clears throat> I wanted people to know what the full statement was. And that was the love of money is the root of all evil. And see, understanding that is very, very important for people to move to the next phase of providing wealth for their family. And here's the reason why. Because there are many people that do not want to extend themselves to make more money than what they think they need. Because they think that if they have a lot of money, 
that it will bring about evilness in, within their lives. There are actually people that think that. There are actually people that think it. And because of that thought, it hinders them from progressing. Now, they don't see themselves at that way, as that way. But if you do not have a positive frame of mind, most likely negativity will be a large part of your life. You have to be positive. So if your mind is on the thought that money is evil, how are you going to do what is necessary to go and make money or provide wealth or a good living for you and your family? In many cases, you're not. And see, people are afraid to actually extend themselves. And it may seem to be complicated, and it is true. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But sometimes it's difficult because of what we think, not because of what we can do. Because if most people knew what they can do, and they knew it would really benefit them, and they knew it was fairly simple, they would do it. But the biggest reason that they don't is what is planted in their mind. So that was the reason of bringing that forward to root that out. If you have that thought in your mind, I wanted to root it out. And I wanted to do it honestly. I didn't want to say, well, this is not how you should think. Because you might feel what I say doesn't mean anything. If I show you the reference and where it comes from and how and and how it came about and how it really was a a incorrect statement, then you're more acceptable. See, because some people might say, well, you're saying that because you got a you got a motive. You got a reason you want us to do this. So that's why you're telling us that money isn't evil or the root of all evil. Some people will think that way because we live in a society where many of us are suspicious. We're suspicious of everything, but that is because a lot of us have been taken advantage of. I get it. I get that. But here we are trying to help people to better their lives, to bring wealth into their lives. You may not have come from a wealthy family, but it doesn't mean that you cannot bring wealth into your family. And that is what we're here trying to accomplish today. So I wanted to bring that out and I wanted to make sure that the audience was very clear on what my motives was in actually explaining that statement. Because we don't want people to to not move forward because of suspicion or distrust. And the only way to root distrust and, and suspicion out of what we're discussing is to have actual facts. That is the only way to do it. And once you see that the facts are there, you might say, well, what is holding me back? And then you might realize there's nothing. All I simply have to do is apply myself. Now, some people may think they have to be a leader. A lot of people are afraid of leading. They think that it puts them, it sets them up to fail. And we're going to talk about failure too. But being a leader, people, and let me just make it simple. Um, to lead someone means that you will influence or you will guide someone. That's what the definition, that's a short, shortened definition. If you look it up in the Wikipedia, you'll find that. Did you know that you lead someone every day? The first and foremost person that you lead every day is yourself. Every day we're leading ourselves. We make a decision. We influence ourselves to move forward with it and we act on it. We also lead in that we make suggestions to our friends. See, we're influencing them. And in fact, we have become leaders. We're going to take a moment 
to pause at this time and we will be back with the second part of this segment. Stay tuned and listen intently because there is so much good information that will be in this part in this podcast. Hello everyone, we're back again with what is happening with our currency and how can we protect ourselves with sound money. Again, my name is Stephen Jackson and we left off with talking about leaders and how basically everyone does some form of leading. And so the purpose of bringing that up was to help people to see that leading is not something that we need to be afraid of because we lead ourselves every day. We're going to talk a little bit about online marketing. When we think about online marketing or when we think about the internet, <clears throat> sometimes we have a fear of, you know, someone's going to take advantage of us. Someone's going to try to take our money. And there is much deception on the internet. But a lot of times it is because there are these flamboyant schemes or these big talk of money, making money. And so someone sells you a product and it doesn't seem to work. Oftentimes, the product that they've sold you has really worked and made money for someone else. But a lot of times, not for the one that's selling you directly and not for you. And there's a reason for that. And that is why we're bringing this knowledge and information to the attention of our audience. Because you take a person that has experience online. They are able to take a product and introduce it to their list. Now, that's, that's just a sophisticated name for a group of people that maybe someone has emailed over a period of time, various emails, or have communicated with a group of people over a period of time through emails. And the people, the recipient of those emails have begun to know and trust the person that is emailing them. And so they, there are a lot of situations like that. And when you have a group like that, they know you, they trust you because they've seen you come up with great ideas, prove that things work. Those people, when you present it, when you're that person presenting something to them, will most likely purchase it. And so that's where you see a lot of those figures from. The reason that you or I may not have been successful with that product because we may not have developed a list of people who we can present it to. And it's no different than if you were selling a product at home. Many of us, when we were children, we may have sold candy, uh, items that our school when our school was having fundraisers, we bought those items home. First people we sold them to was our parents. And they, you know, they were always going to purchase it. Friends in the neighborhood, people that knew you, relatives. <clears throat> well, essentially, that group of people that you bought that candy home to or whatever that fundraiser was about, that was your list. That was a group of people that knew you. And they wanted to support you and help you. And you had something they wanted. You had some candy. So they purchased it from you. It's no different than online. The difference is, is that you don't really see the person on the other end. You don't see the person that you sent your email to. You just know that person is accepting your communication time and time again because they not they have not clicked the button where it tells them unsubscribe so as long as you're sending an email to a group of people that have not 
said they wanted to unsubscribe from you, they are listening to you. That is your audience. That is your list. And sometimes people can grow a list as large as a thousand, two thousand, a hundred thousand. So let's say you had a list of people that you were communicating with through email. And you will learn how to be able to do this. But let's say you had a list of people that you built maybe up to 100,000 and you built them through emailing. And you have a product, a product that makes sense that you presented to them. Now, to really make a nice amount of money from that list, all you really need is 1% of that list to purchase. That is a doable number. And 1% of 100,000 in, in purchases can be a big purchase number. That is how people can say make 3,000 or 4,000 a week or 5,000 a week. That is how they can do that. Because they've grown, grown that type of list. That list is somewhat like an extended family. Because they are listening to what they're saying. See, I have a list that I've built over a period of time. And when I send emails, people listen to what I'm saying. A lot of times I send emails on free gifts. I send email emails about free programs. There's a program that I have where you can actually record a video to show someone else what you want them to do or explain what's going on. For example, let's say I'm having a problem with a program and I want to contact customer support. So I can take the video program and open it up on my screen where I'm having a problem Instead of typing to support what's going on, I can actually show them in the video. I give that program away free. So that is why um, people will listen. People on my list will listen. Because oftentimes I'm helping them. I'm trying to support them. I'm trying to help them grow. Because <clears throat> in order to build a business... It is not like the traditional business where you have a client that you go to or your client contacts you and you just do this for them, but they contact you because they know you can perform and you do this service for them and you get paid. It's a little, it's, it's somewhat the same thing, but it's a little bit different because they become like a family to you because you're supporting them. Now, your contact or your client that you may be doing services for outside of the internet you're actually just doing a service. You're not going to send them anything free. You might send them a thank you card or something like that. But you generally don't send them something to support them in their business because most times you don't really know about their business. So you wouldn't know what to send them. But when it comes to online marketing, there are typical tools that most people need to do online marketing. So you can always just send a nice gift and it's helpful to the people that you meet in online marketing. So <clears throat> that is the reason why a lot of times when you see that I've made this from selling this product, it doesn't mean that it didn't really happen. It just means that you're not ready to make it happen. You're not ready to sell that item to get the same results that the original person that sold it got. And oftentimes, neither is the person that is telling you about it. They're not ready as well. They just simply see this item. They're told to follow these instructions, click these buttons, and whammo, you'll have this much money. And that's not how it works. But we have systems that we can teach you to make it work like that. And so sometimes, and again, I'm not saying that there's no deception on the internet, but sometimes... We generally just don't have the right tools to make online marketing profitable to us. We don't have the right system 
to make online marketing profitable to us. And so therefore, we fail. And a lot of times people are even afraid to fail. But <clears throat> I want you to think about something. If you never failed, how are you able to help the next person that's failed at the same thing? You know, as parents, we failed so many times on just general stuff. And we're able to teach our children because of our experience. But if you're a parent that never failed at anything, how are you going to understand your, your child's failure? And failure is kind of the wrong word. Because a person that fails doesn't always see themselves as a failure. They see it as, I got to try something different. And let's take the example of a child. Let's say when a child has learned to walk, maybe they fall 50 times. Do you think that child ever thinks to themselves, hmm, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore because I fell 50 times. No, a child's not going to do that. They're going to keep trying and they're going to keep trying so that they can start walking, so that they can do what they want to do. And oftentimes that's get into trouble, but, you know, a child will be a child. But the, the example, example of failure or that example is, is important for us to recognize that we will fail at doing things. We will fail at trying this, but we will keep trying or we will learn the system to make us succeed. See, sometimes we can take a video, we can, we can get introduced to a new system, we can take a video and we can look at it one time. We're so excited, we're gonna try everything. And it's so much that we've missed, but it doesn't work. So we fail. So do we stop trying? Do we give up? Or we say, oh, this is, this is not going to work. But then the next person that's on the other side of the city that tried that same system is working well for them. What are we going to do? Are we going to just stop, quit? Or are we going to move forward? So that's why it's important to know that we will fail. You're going to fail. That is how you're going to learn and be even more tenacious at trying to get what you're trying to see. Keep in mind, we are trying to build wealth for our families. And we're trying to use a system that will help us do that. And it could be a difficult approach for some. A lot of people, when they hear online, it's a difficult thing. But there are big success stories. Take Amazon, for example. All they do is online. How were they so successful? Now, you might think, well, they had a lot of money at first. They had this, they had that. and Or they're this or they're that. Or their situation is different from mine, so they can do this or that. Some online marketers that do very well, situation is much worse than most of us that will be hearing this podcast. I know one in particular got to a point that they couldn't even pay a dollar nineteen cent. And yet they're a millionaire today. Because they developed a system. Now, mind you, listen to what I said, they developed a system. In this information that I'm going to be sharing with you, you will not have to develop anything. You will learn the system. And you will tailor what you learn to you. And that is how you would be successful online. Quiet as, as it is kept, anything can be sold online. It can be real estate, insurance, online products, real products, e-commerce products, food, whatever. Anything can be sold online. The reason why we're not doing it because we just do not know how. And it doesn't take a lot of reading. It doesn't take a, a, a genius to be able to do this. It doesn't take a lot of knowledge. It simply takes having a good system. That's what it takes. We're not going to call anybody. We're not going to knock on any door. We're not going to sit and write hand letters and send them all. We're not going to do that. Now, we will send emails, but that's even automated. And half the time, many people don't even write those. But they still work 
because the system works. So that is what we're going to present to the people we talk to. So we're going to pause again at this part two of this segment, and I will be back to share much more information with you. Hello, everyone. We are back again with the third part of our segment entitled, What is Happening to Our Currency and How Can We Protect Ourselves with Sound Money? Again, my name is Stephen Jackson. And if you recall, in our second part or previous part of the segment, we were talking about Internet marketing or the Internet and online marketing, having systems, things such as that. We use Amazon as an example. And I want to talk a little bit more about that example. If you recall, many years ago, when Amazon started out, they were just selling books online. They found a simple niche that really worked with their audience, selling books. And they made it easy for you to select various titles that you might be looking for within a book. And it was just so easy to just simply download it and there you had your book and as time went on that niche that idea got so popular that they literally put bookstores out of business and then they actually gradually went into products so you can see from one simple idea a small company maybe an idea just one thought was able to determine what was a great niche for their company and grow it to a trillion dollar business. And so, <clears throat> although there were probably many hurdles that they had to overcome, they were very successful. And when you think about online marketing, there's so much you can do with the internet. Because let's take, if we were to build a store from the ground up, and I'll give you an example. I'll give you some numbers. Many years ago, I had a building maintenance business. I think I mentioned this. And what we used to do is when Walmart, that was one of my clients, when they would build a store, we would be there with the whatever contractor, whatever part. Um, and now this is the Chicagoland area and outlying areas that my business was working and when a store was built, a Walmart store, in the beginning, when everything was being done, contracts were being laid out, we would actually determine how much we would charge for getting the store ready to open. That is the cleaning part of it, getting all, all everything just looking spotless. Because at that time, we were just a cleaning company when we were not a building maintenance company. And so <clears throat> the average Walmart at that time would be about $33 million to build. Now, that may sound like a big number, but it, it really wasn't when you consider how much traffic would come into their store. And remember, I'm using the word traffic, how much traffic would come into their store and how much they would sell. But they would have to spend that amount of money to build their brick and mortar store. With online marketing, you can build the same store. Now, when I mean the same store, I mean a store with a website with products and, and various categories, such as what they were doing without spending $33 million. And you can actually send traffic, just like they would do advertising, they would do commercials, they would do newspaper ads, and they would even do some online marketing. They would do every type of ad that they could to bring traffic into their store. Now, traffic is just people walking into their store. Not everybody was going to buy not everybody was going to buy the same thing. So you had a variety of things, but traffic would come in 
And most people that come into a Walmart are going to buy something, even if it's just a simple candy bar. So, again, the difference is they would have to build a store, brick and mortar. They would spend $33 million to um, build their store. Online, you can do the same thing. Build your store. Post your products. And send traffic to your store. With much less cost. I mean, a small percentage. A decimal percentage of what Walmart would spend in building their store. And of course, you can send traffic. But there's a difference with your traffic. Traffic means the same thing. And traffic will do the same thing online. But the difference is, is your advertisement is much less. It's pennies compared to what TV advertisement would be or maybe even in a newspaper. And your traffic is greater. Because with a Walmart, they have to build so many stores per mile. And I don't know what their distance from stores are. But they would have to build so many stores to be able to satisfy the needs of so many people in a given area. Online, you only have to build one store. And you can send people from all over the world to that one store. So as your number and traffic increase, your profitability will increase. If you use the right system. If within your system, which you will learn the system, are sending the right message. It is just that simple. And that's how you have to view online marketing. It is nothing to build a store online and drive people to it. And that is why you hear all these success stories because they're Shopify stores. Again, we'll look at Amazon. Look at their store. See, that's what they have. They have all types of items. When we go to shop, where do we go? We go to Amazon. And sometimes some of us even go to Walmart online because it's so convenient. And within that convenience is <clears throat> a savings to the, the um, customer that's purchasing products. And so you can see why online marketing is so powerful. And there's so much room for tons more. It is so, in the times that we live in today, internet and online marketing is still considered new. Now, it's been around a long time, but it's still considered new. And that is because it is so much room for other businesses. So you can see the potential. Let us talk about something else. It's going to bring us to another part because we're talking about doing some online marketing. We're going to talk about pyramid and pyramid schemes because <clears throat> a lot of online opportunities provide income or residual income opportunities to many of um, those that are become sign up or become members of being able to distribute their products. And a lot of them use these binary systems where you introduce a product to someone and they sign up, up under the person they've introduced and it's kind of a stacking um, method. And people <clears throat> often consider that as a pyramid scheme. And they do that because they've heard about pyramid schemes, they've heard about the um, the disadvantage of being involved in a pyramid scheme actually you can you can simply simply just lose your money but we need to understand what a real pyramid scheme is and so i took the opportunity to look in the wikipedia dictionary and get the definition of a pyramid scheme <coughs> excuse me i still seem to have that problem with my my throat it says according to wikipedia a pyramid scheme is a business model 
that recruits members via a promise or services for enrolling others into the scheme, rather than supplying investments or sale of products. So when you have a scheme, a pyramid scheme, it's uh, a business model where let's say a person says, well, <clears throat> if you pay this much money, $10, into this business, and then you get six other people under you to pay $10, then you'll get a payout. And as more people come in, you'll get an even greater payout, and so on and so on. And that is considered a pyramid scheme because there is no product involved. There's nothing that actually can fuel that particular model. Nor is there anything that the person that is investing in that model can get. There's no service they can get. There's no product they can get. There's nothing. But whenever there's a product involved, then it is not a pyramid scheme. So let me give you some examples of some companies that have the same type of binary setup where you introduce people, but it is not a pyramid scheme. And some of these companies you may be well aware of, you may have done business with them, you may have heard of them. An, an example is a company that Many years ago, they started out, I think they started in the 50s, selling vitamins. And they still do the same thing today. They sell vitamins. They invite people to build their business by inviting other people to work underneath them, doing the same things. One is called Shackley. Maybe many of you have heard of Shackley. I don't use Shackley vitamins today, but I used them years ago when I was a, a child. My parents used to use them and they were very effective. Another company is Mary Kay, cosmetic company, huge. They are all over and they have the same business model. They suggest or, or encourage their business associates to have people sign up under them to grow their business. And they are quite successful. And then there's LifeWave. Now, you may not have heard of LifeWave. LifeWave is really in so many countries. I think they're in over 100 different countries. And they sell, they call these patches that actually have a, uh, the ability to activate your stem cells to help heal any injury or maybe any, um, any uh, I don't want to say ailment, but that's the... That's all I can think of right now, any ailment that's in your body. But if there's something that's seriously wrong with you, it can, it's supposed to be able to activate your stem cells, whereby your stem cells can actually work on the problem in your body without having outside and stem cells introduced to your body. And this is supposed to be very effective. Um, a lot of um, medical professions use these patches. In fact, the owner... Of that company started out uh, providing services for the Department of Defense for their military military soldiers and special forces and all that and so <clears throat> the point is that these companies which have this binary type arrangement where people are invited into organizations through other people to grow a business or even start a business are not pyramids because they offer a product. And in some cases, the product is phenomenal. Some cases, the product is not what we've considered something that we would buy, but maybe it's something that someone else would get. It just varies. But these companies have been around for a long time. They're very successful. And people are happy using their products. And there are people that actually grow strong businesses. I remember years ago when I was much younger, there was a gentleman that was, there was a family. They, they sold shackling. We bought from them. And they, they grew a nice size business. I remember they would get cars awarded to them. 
because of their sales or their ability to build their business. They would sign people under, under them and everybody would go and sell these vitamins and would do quite well. Some didn't, some did. But most of those that did or didn't, didn't have a system. And even the ones that did do quite well, they had to do the old traditional system, knock on someone's door, place a phone call, or whatever the case may be. But the point is, those companies exist, and they've been very successful. So what we're going to do at this time, we're going to pause again with part three of this segment, and I will be back shortly with our final part of this segment. Hello, everyone. We are back with our fourth and final part of our segment entitled, What is Happening to Our Currency and How Can We Protect Ourselves with Sound Money? This is being aired on the Streets Are Talking 24-Hour Podcast, which is brought to you by People's Depot with the goal of meeting people's needs. And I'm your host, Stephen Jackson. So in our last part of our segment, we talked about online marketing. We also talked about pyramid schemes. We kind of defined what pyramid schemes were. So we have a clear understanding when we see certain companies, binary financial or um, binary payment system to their associates, we will understand the difference between a pyramid scheme and something that's just simply building people's businesses. We talked about various companies like Mary Kay, Shackley, LifeWave, how they have these binary, binary payment features within their organization, which many times allow people to build successful businesses. And that's what a lot of these companies do and have done. And they've been around for years and they're still going strong today. So keep that in mind as we move forward, because we will run into situations like that. The difference is we will use systems instead of the normal network marketing that many people have used in the past, which those methods still work, but they're not for everybody. So this is why online marketing is so successful today. We're going to go back in time. We're going to give you a little history lesson again. And we're going to start with the beginning of time where human beings or mankind begun. So we're going to start from, we're going to call it the year, excuse me, the year of zero or BCE before our common era. And then we're going to talk about CE our common era. So from zero BCE on down to 1850 of our common era, people at that time, the wealth was determined by the amount of land that you had. You had these land barons and landlords, which that's where the terminology landlord came from. And many people that, or those few, the selected few that had a lot of land were wealthy. That's where their wealth had dominated from. And so many people would work for them for pennies. But these landlords would actually provide housing for the people that worked for them. And that's how people lived at the time. They'd work for very little, but they and their families were able to be housed in accommodations that would allow them to be able to grow their families and as time went on that changed from the period of 1850 to 1950 we had the industrial age now think about the industrial age you think about people like Henry Ford Harvey Firestone the Carnegie's these were the people that had these mass machineries and factories which actually afforded people jobs and so now those people can transition from the security of a landlord or land baron into a situation where they were able to provide for themselves provide housing for themselves because these companies paid monies that allowed them to do that and so they were no longer reliant on landlords they can actually 
afford homes or rental space for themselves and create a living for themselves. And then the era of 1950 on to 1978, this era was the distribution age. And this is where, if you think about Sam Walton, where he began the Walmart franchise, or not franchise, but company. Um, <clears throat> and no doubt the major players like Home Depot and the Menards began their, their time then, began their companies at that time and they became part of that distribution process so these big organizations began to provide all these products to various people and then we continue with that age from 1978 to 1994 and this was the technological age and that's where we have companies like Apple and Microsoft how they came into the scene and they amass large fortunes um, the Steve Jobs and the Bill Gates, they um, made quite a bit of money through that technological age. And then from 1994 to 2003, uh, the technological age continued, but then it was the information age. And this is where other companies like Google, Amazon, because they controlled information, they amassed fortune for themselves as well. Amazon starting with book distribution, which is where a lot of the information that people sought actually came from and so they were so successful that a lot of bookstores went out of business because of that but they controlled the flow of information and they amassed great wealth for themselves then moving on from 2003 to 2010 we still had the technological age but then the information age was added to it and then the entertainment was added to it and at this point in time, systems were created to control wealth. See, people have been had gotten um, more apt to using the internet, and a lot of internet companies came into play, and a lot of them used systems where they too began to amass wealth and fortunes. And so it continues even on to our day from 2010 to current. But the big difference is we still have those systems. And we talked about systems in previous segments. We still have those systems, but now came the partnerships and the collaborations. And this is the time that we can really take advantage of because everything that we need is right here to build our wealth to take an opportunity to bring wealth to our families. If we go back in time, we can see how all of those opportunities diminished. But moving forward, these opportunities came in abundance. And so now is the time that we want to take note of what is going on, <clears throat> especially when we consider money and things of that nature. And see, our team has established a collaboration with gold and silver and collectible coins whereby they have the ability to take those particular coins as you heard in our in our last podcast and create a value through the process of how they mint those coins in a very substantial way see these coins are not minted for a long period of time the time is shortened and so by doing that it increases the coins value <clears throat> and there's so many types of or should I say categories that you can place these coins in now that actually make them quite interesting we also talked about in that last podcast as you recall from the video, the discussions that were given in those videos, they talked about the plans for 2021. So we are here at the right time where we can extend our wealth or build our wealth through sound money. And we don't want to hesitate to do that because as we think about what's going on with the money system today, the federal government is printing money. And they're printing money to stimulate the economy, whereby 
we appreciate that. The value of the money that we have diminishes even more. In our previous podcast, we talked about how the dollar has a value of about five cents, has lost 95% of its value. And see, as we begin to put more money into the system, or as the government begins to do that, that diminishes even that small amount of value. Eventually, there's no, no, no longer any value left. And so we can see how our currency is headed for a reset. But if that happens, well, we know it's going to happen. The question is when. When that happens, what will we be left with? What will we do? That is why sound money is so important. And if you recall, we talked about the U.S. dollars no longer backed by gold. It's been that way since 1971. So we don't want to be caught off guard. We want to invest in sound money. There has never been a better time to do that. Sound money today, through the collaboration of what our team has done, has become more readily available. You no longer have to go through the major hurdles. You don't have to expend the large amounts of cash or funds in order to retrieve or have an opportunity to access sound money. You can get them in bits and pieces. You can gradually build your portfolio at your own pace without the pressure of having to come up with large sums of capital to do that. And not only can you attain this sound money, you can attain it while building a business, while also creating a residual income whereby you can further enhance your family's wealth. Yes, this is the opportunity, and we have the systems available to help you do that. We don't have to do that through the network marketing whereby you either know a lot of people or you attend all these various meetings, you make all these phone calls, you knock on these doors. You see, network marketing has its place, and there are many people that enjoy it, but it is just not the type of situation that a lot of people would reach out for. In fact, a lot of times opportunities are missed because people hesitate because it involves network marketing. They're, they're not salesmen and some are very shy. But with online marketing, you see, there's no one you have to talk to. Many of the techniques and systems are automated. You don't have to pick up a phone and call. You don't have to knock on a door. You don't have to write a letter or whatever the case may be. You see, you can use these systems, have these systems in place whereby you're able to bring people or build your business, thus bringing people into your business and assisting them to grow their business as well through online marketing. So we wanna take the opportunity to let everyone know that this opportunity is available to you now. That's why we talked about the where mankind has begun as far as being able to attain wealth individually for themselves we talked about these various eras and we're in the era now where now is the time to take advantage so we want to encourage everyone to look into sound money you can visit our site at peoplesdepot.global forward slash wealth two that's peoplesdepot.global forward slash wealth two that is the number two and again people's depot p-e p-e-o-p-l-e-s d-e-p-o-t dot global forward slash wealth two and you will find a wealth of knowledge whereby you can gain a residual income to further enhance your wealth a residual income of 500 per week a thousand, two thousand, even on up to twelve thousand if you choose to. And you can do this with our system or without. We offer a great system to help you effectively do this, great training to help you effectively do this, but you can do this on your own. You can do this with the systems that's already offered with the package. But we at People's Depot are providing people's needs and we really want to help people to grow to grow quickly. So the choice is yours. 
whatever the case may be, take advantage of acquiring sound money. want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. want to thank you for the opportunity of being able to present this to you. And we look forward to inviting you again to our future podcast. Thank you.